ready? No. Okay. Sounds so grumpy. I don't know. All right. So, there, so I don't know if you guys know this person. Tom Hanks has another son. He has another son? Yeah, he has two sons. The only son I knew, you know who, okay, you remember his son. His son was in the reboot of Jumanji. He was the guy at the end who the popular girl saves. And when they come back from that time, he's that guy? tall, lanky dude. That's Tom Hanks' son, who's an actor, who I actually know who that is. Is he the tall? His name is Colin, lanky I think. Dude? Yeah. Or is he the guy that's in Jumanji? No, no, he is, he is the kid who disappears first. In the very beginning of the reboot of Jumanji, oh, and then when they come back, he's well, an adult. Tom Hanks son. That's Tom Hanks' son. His name is like Colin. Oh, so Chet Hayes is the waste man. So I know who that is. Like I know, I, didn't I know. We had two sons. I only thought he had one. <laughs> so one is acting, so, and one's a waste. Exactly. So oh, I know. I think his name better. is Colin. I actually don't know, but I know that he's Tom I Hanks' that was son. Tom Hanks. I've seen yeah, that guy a, a few things. I didn't know it was Tom Hanks' yeah, son. Yeah, that's his son. I so, feel like he's one of those kids from like Divergent or something. Like, <laughs> no, he's not. I, his face looks like a Divergent. I know, but so yeah, I know him. Or that Catching Fire was that one. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Like Catching Hunger Fire Games was the last one. It's like a Hunger Games kid. Yeah, so like that that guy yeah, I know. Yeah, that and he actually is a good actor. He's, he also he has a good comedic timing. So one son's a waste man and one son's So out. apparently Tom Hanks has another son and his name is Chet. Or oh, I don't know if that's his actual real name or not. But apparently he thinks that he's allowed to say some super racist and like ratchet shit. And he justifies it somehow. I actually don't know who this guy is. I just know that he's an ignorant little man who needs to just go away. He did some. What was it? Was it the Golden Globes where he did all that stuff on the red carpet? And like I didn't understand. Okay, so let me. No, no, I was saying. No, no, I'm saying for my relevant. Wasn't it the dude from the Golden Globes? That's the same nigga. But like I didn't realize he was the same guy. I don't even want to call him. I can't even say nigga in this because he's gonna feel enabled to keep saying. I was just saying I didn't know it was the same person from like a few years ago. Whatever the hell happened. I don't know. He's annoying. I don't like him. I don't know who he is. Okay, let 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 me do you, and then you can do me. Since since I know more about this shit, let me let about me start Chet off. and his idiocy. Yeah, Chet. At but least I know, know about the other one. The other one at least. I was didn't at know least Tom talented. Hanks had two sons, so he has one son that took <laughs> on his mantle and became an actor, and, and he's he funny. has another son that's a waste man. Yeah. So this is about the waste man son. Apparently, apparently he was like into drugs, or he still is, or something. I have no idea. You know, you can talk about everybody's him you, into fucking. Drugs. You know, no, That's but like apparently he had like he had, he had like rehab and like some other stuff. Yeah, his son's a waste man. So he had he had two sons, one good and one a waste man. All that privilege, all that money, all that networking, still a waste man. That's fine. Um, he probably thinks he's a rapper. Oh, he does. That that's that's where the shit started. Oh. Okay, so the first time I heard of <laughs> Chet Chet Hanks, I'm so uninformed. First time I heard of Chet Hanks, I think I sent this to you. It was two years ago, a year ago, something in the comments. Yeah, you sent me something shit. like that. And Chet Hayes was on TMZ. <laughs> Did you this call him Chet Hayes? Is it Chet, Chet Hanks? I think <laughs> I think his rap name is Chet Hayes. Oh. I don't, I don't even know what I like how we don't know is. this guy. I don't know what this nigga's name is. I don't even like, this is the worst way to start this off. <laughs> Fuck. Does his name really matter? I think everybody will know who we're talking about once we say Tom Hanks' son. Tom Hanks' waste man son. Let's just call him a waste man and continue forward from there. All right. Waste man son. So, Tom Hanks' waste man son. He, the first time I heard of this guy was two years ago. He, it was a TMZ thing. He was on TMZ. I didn't know what the fuck he was before this. He was on TMZ. And he was on TMZ defending his choice or use of the N-word. Like every other privileged, upper middle class white kid does. Typical shit, right? Stupid. So, he's on, and so, basically, that's when I found out he was a rapper. 
And he had songs where he said the N-word. Then I'm paraphrasing what the man said. The man said on TMZ two years ago that um, the N-word has nothing to do with black people or slavery or being black. It has to do with the hip-hop culture. And because he's of the culture, it's a cultural thing. And you people wouldn't understand. Is he a twat? I don't I don't know if he's pum pum, but he um probably now um the joke is that he's talking to black people. Because black people were the ones getting mad at him. Well obviously. So he's talking to black people through through TMZ telling them they don't understand because this is not about black culture, it's about hip hop culture. But hip hop culture is black culture. Apparently he doesn't know how to differentiate between the two. Or he doesn't realize that they're... Uh, no, mind you, no, mind no, no. you. Hip-hop, he has, no, he has to realize. Hip-hop culture does, does not embody black culture. But black culture embodies hip-hop culture. What I mean by that is black culture is a lot of different things. Hip-hop culture, reggae culture, soca culture, all that bullshit, right? African, all that bullshit black culture. But hip-hop is, a, hip-hop is inside of black culture. Black culture make the rules of hip-hop. Black culture design what you can do and what you can't do in hip-hop. So hip hop is black culture. He's a guest within hip hop. He's an idiot. Shout out to Lord Jamar <coughs> and Vlad TV. DJ Vlad. Now, yeah, so two years ago, the man came out on TMZ and TMZ had an interview. And this one, everybody first found out who the fuck this class was. And he came on and he decided to say that he was allowed to say the N word in his raps. I didn't even know he rapped because of the fact that he grew up in hip hop culture and it's a hip hop culture thing. Then his song came out where he was saying nigga this and nigga that. Then he came and he doubled back with another video where he said nigga in the video and said, you know, I'm allowed to say the word nigga because I grew up in hip hop. And I'm sure Tom Hanks was somewhere just shaking his fucking blood clot head. He's like, this is fucking waste, man. He has one son doing movies and the other son that's a waste, man. Can't win them all, Tom. Can't win them all. Now, mm. he was quiet for about a year. Nobody nobody cared. It kind of blew over. Everyone kind of left him alone, right? Then recently, he started coming out with the DJ Khaled videos where he's putting on a little patois and going back and forth. Now, the difference between him and DJ Khaled, from someone who's of Caribbean descent, of Jamaican descent, the difference is DJ Khaled, we know, is joking. Okay? DJ, Cal- <laughs> DJ Khaled buys D- his baby Rolexes. DJ which is K- so weird. DJ Khaled films his wife's pussy as a, as a baby coming out. So, But DJ Khaled... He has Mavado on the fucking, um, on his palate. I'm sure that's the influence there. But Jamaicans know DJ Khaled is a puppet show. And we, we know he's joking. So if we know that you're a puppet show and we know you're joking, we're not really going to get too mad at that. Now, DJ Khaled is actually entertaining to most Jamaicans. We, we think it's funny when he comes in, yard man this, yard man this, this, yard man breakfast. I think it's cute. I think it's funny. I think DJ Khaled is just somebody who wants to be Jamaican. He's always around Mavado and other Jamaicans, and he loves the culture. And yes, he's not from the culture, and he's not of the culture, and he's using Patois, yes. But he's doing it in a charismatic, funny way where we can laugh at him and with him. Mm-hmm. I think that there's, a, there's a certain way he's doing it, and we, we, we find it hilarious. I don't think any Jamaicans hate DJ Khaled for that. Now, I only know him for when he says his name on songs. DJ Khaled. That's, that's all I know. True, I don't, and, and the Rolex is on the baby. That's true. Now, Chet Hayes <laughs> come out sad. this year, uh, recently, like within the last month. And he's done like five different videos of him speaking Patois. And you know what it's kind of like? Chet Hayes sounds like, um, you know, the, remember when you used to see the commercials 
for like sandals and stuff, and they have the white family. And oh yeah, like, frolicking on the beach. We're going to Jamaica. Everything's iry. Yeah, like that's what the fuck yeah, he sounds like. The patois yeah. sounds so done and dry and. He's really into it though in that video that you sent. You me. know what? I I blame whatever Jamaican people <coughs> are around him because I know there's one nigga Sorry, that enabled this shit, my throat. and I blame them because just class him. I just need a Jamaican. Per- he said he, he said he was in Jamaica too. I think he came back from Jamaica, so he was already abusing the African American black culture because there's different black cultures. So he was abusing the African American black culture, and he started using the word nigga, throwing that around. They decided, okay, that didn't get me enough notice. Let me go to another black culture that I didn't even grow up in, that I have no parts and of. Just make fun and he of went that. to Jamaica, and he started abusing that black culture. I just need a Jamaican person to class him up. My just issue is, is that even like he's saying, like I just don't get that though. Like, oh, I grew up in hippo culture. What that has nothing to do with anything, but him to actually think that he has the this is this is the a right thing that, to be able to say these the things. No, Every I know, but generation it's, it's there's some white rappers though. that I grew up in the hood, so I can say nigga. Oh, I went to jail, so I can say nigga. We're talking about this yeah, as if going to jail is means you're black. I just or don't get growing it. Up, growing up in poverty means you're black, but then there are black people that agree to this bullshit too. So still stupidity. You think it's gonna take the bullshit? But listen. It was one thing when he was doing African-American culture. It pissed me off, too. But now he's going doing Jamaican culture, something that he did have no parts in, didn't touch. It's like he just... Next is going to be Trini culture. He's going to be walking around. Oh, gosh. Like, it's going to be a bag of different things. And it's just going to keep going. Next is going to be Nigerian culture. Didn't, like, didn't he also... Was it you who said this or, some, or someone said that he said that he could say that because, like, he has a daughter that's half black? Oh, I was getting to that. Oh, sorry. Um, my bad. No, no, I just, no, no. I just you, remembered you, that while sitting here. You're hitting the segues. You're hitting the segues. <laughs> I want to thank you for that. So, he's doing, he's, doing, he's doing the Patois Yard Man shit. He's doing all that bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then I think an article came out. That was talking about he actually has a black daughter and a black wife or mother of his child. I'm not going to disrespect her and call her baby mom, but mother of his child. And supposedly the Hanks family doesn't accept him because he has a black daughter. We don't know if this is true. This is all speculation. Mm -hmm. And he said something in an interview once about how his family doesn't like him because he has a black child. I think your family don't like you because you're a waste man. But... Maybe it's a black child. I fucking wouldn't know. But the, th- the thing... I the feel thing like they don't the... like him because he's actually had a lot of issues in the past that have been heavily... That were, like, public, apparently, and him having problems and his family having to deal with it. I think that might be why they're not very fond of they him. They don't like the man because he's an idiot. Right, but, they must, but, but they're also not fond of him because if he... You know, he's the son of Tom Hanks, a really a well-respected idiot. actor. So a I'm idiot. pretty sure that his his family is not very happy to have to deal with his crap all the time. Idiot. That too, but I, I'm not wrong. I mean, if no, you have a child who's constantly embarrassing you and you're like this person, people respect you because of who you are and you're, oh, you're Tom Hanks. Does every major story about a white man. <laughs> I, yeah, he did the AIDS one too. In Philadelphia. Like, I liked Philadelphia though. Like Philadelphia. Then he was Sully, the guy who put the plane on in the, in the, 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 the Hudson. Yeah, then he did Sleepless in Seattle. Then he did the guy on the boat. I don't yeah, know if that's. Thank you. No, the other one. Where he was the captain of the boat that got taken over by the pirates. He was in that? He was the captain. Oh, that fucking, with the Somali guy? Yeah. I am the captain now? Yeah. Fuck. I'm pretty sure that was Tom Hanks. I know it is. He does every movie like that. Anyway. I, <sighs> sorry, I got totally, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I got off topic because I was just using it saying, if people respect your father, 
or your mother and they're like this person who everyone loves and they do all these things mm. and you have one problem child i'm pretty sure that one of the reasons why you would not be fond of your kid is because you're they're actually causing you issues for publicity and the image that you have that everyone loves oh, of course so i'm sure that's one of the reasons why his parents are like listen you either go to rehab or get the hell out of here because we can't deal with you right now uh, idiot that too but i was i was just i was adding a little bit more than just idiot i also can't say idiot like that Sounds, uh, sounds weird when I do it. That's fine. Sounds like an Etobicoke person saying it. Yes, that's fine. I'll handle the I'll handle the the little washdown path on this. Now, getting back to this class, the thing that angered me the most about this is, listen, I was already cheesed when a man said nigga. Yeah. Now I'm cheesy gonna disrespect my culture. But the fact that he has a black child, so now the contexts have changed. Now there's levels to the bullshit now. Shit, my stomach even hurts hearing about this. So now, you're saying nigga, but you got a black child. I'm not I sure if it's a, a son daughter. or daughter. No, I think he has a daughter. daughter. Yeah. He has a daughter. So you're the, you're the father of a black girl, and you're saying nigga. We have, to, we have to touch that, or do we just... I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Okay, so we'll just move past that shit, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Clap shit. So... Are you going to tell them what a clap is? No, I'm not going to tell okay. them what a clap is. I'm pretty sure they'll figure it out. So, the man's out of your clap. So now we're here, and then he was on the, the red carpet doing the patois shit again, and it just, it just sounds like... It literally sounds like a Taurus. That's what it sounds like to me. And he's also wearing a grill, I believe. He's taking over everything. There's something shiny listen, in his mouth. He wants to be thing. black so bad. He's gonna have a grill for the African Americans. He's gonna speak patois for the for the Jamaicans and the Caribbeans. Next thing, the man's gonna be in full print for the Africans. Like he just he just clashing them all together. I just he just wants he wants acceptance, and no nobody better <laughs> not accept this kid. If I see, because I know some nigga gonna put him on a song and entertain it. Please don't. Do not entertain this shit. We've entertained a lot of shit in the past. Let him let let let, let but him is, fall on his isn't own. Isn't that what normally happens though? Yes. When someone takes on yes. t- pretty much yes. appropriate. Somebody will come along and entertain yeah, him but and put him on a song for funny. views. And no, no, do not entertain but this. But that, that's why they do it because they think it's funny. And then people now, because of social media, think it's hilarious to do that kind of stuff because it gets them more views and more hits on whatever they're doing, more likes, more shares, whatever it is that they're trying to be able to make big everyone's dream in this day and age is to go to go viral i just want a jamaican person to class him but am i wrong no you're right everyone yeah. wants to go viral in this day and age it's like yeah, oh it's okay right. you can go ahead and culturally appropriate i'm gonna put you on something and then hopefully it makes me more famous and that's the thing he came out and <clears throat> said it's not culture appropriation because what was the reason for this bullshit with a jamaican shit he said it's not culture appropriation because he loves the Jamaican Yeah, like culture. he's like one with the culture okay, or something okay. like that. Let me say this. Those we, aren't his exact words. We have words, two people but... here in this car of Caribbean descent, right? We have four Caribbean countries being represented in this car right now. Let me explain this. The Caribbean is a multicultural society, yes. Due to slavery, colonization, a bag of shit I'm not going to get into, right? If you don't know, you don't know. If you know, you know. So when you go to the Caribbean, first of all, black people are not indigenous to the Caribbean. And when you go to the Caribbean, you'll see many people. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see Asians, East and West. You'll see people of African descent who are black. You'll see white people who were the slave masters who stayed, or who were the indentured servants who stayed. 
there's a bulk of people. It's a melting pot in the Caribbean, okay? The, the Caribbean was multicultural way before America was. Just facts. And way before Canada was, and way before the UK was. First ever multicultural place in the entire world. Now, there are white Caribbeans. There's white Yardi. I think he's funny. He's he's from Jamaica, moved to the to the UK. He, he cracks jokes. Videos. He makes funny videos. He's always in Canada with major hype and a couple other people. And I think it's funny. I love I love that. The whole juice comedy section, that's my shit. I love it. There's tricks. If you guys don't know about tricks, check out my boy Tricks. All that's funny. The thing is though, it's not that you're white that we're saying this. It's that you're not Jamaican. If you were a white man who grew up in Jamaica, we could tell already, and this would be okay. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that this is not of your culture. So when you're saying, I'm not culture appropriating because I love the culture, you're not of the culture. I'm pretty sure White Yardy already put something out about this because White Yardy don't play when people do anything about Jamaica. So I'm going to go check for that when I'm done this. But I know Trick's been roasting this shit, but that's the difference. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? That is the difference. It's like you're not of the Caribbean culture. You're not of the Jamaican culture. Well, he thinks that because he likes it, gives him the right. Okay, so I like to river dance. I'm serious. I'm though. Irish now, I guess. No, I'm serious. Though. That's what it sounds like. It seems like it's like he picks something and it's like, oh, you know, I really like this. So I'm just going to be a part of this culture Classic. now. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to choose Classic. to be able to come in and take you over the same way my ancestors did. Oh, of course. This is some colonization bullshit. But I don't want to get too hotep. I don't even want to push it to that level. I know what it is, but I'm when not When you said gonna... that, I thought of Shuri from Black Panther when she's like, colonizing. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what the shit is. She's Guyanese, by the way. She's Caribbean. But that's exactly what the shit is, right? So, I don't even want to spend time on this class. Because he's, he's going to keep doing it. Exactly. He's just gonna, so he, already, he did it two years ago. And he's doing it now with a different culture. I don't know. He, he's going to go to one, one WizKid concert. One Davido concert, and all of a sudden, he's going to be on the Nigerian shit. Moving he's on. He's going to keep doing it again and again Just and again. move on. No point in giving him any more airtime than he's already received. My body hurts for this bullshit. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Just... He's, like, he's like the white kids every year that put on blackface. And you know, I, I didn't know there was an issue with it. Every year, we go through the same shit. So upper middle, upper middle class white kid. Decides to put on blackface, takes a picture, ends up on social media, and then cries, and then daddy bails him out so he doesn't have to leave school, whatever the case is. And then they do it every single year. It's like, it's the same thing it's I was telling you before. It's like... It's kind of a joke to them. It's like in 2020, d d doing crack. Like, you can look back and visually see what crack did. To do crack now, it's like, really, bro? You're really doing crack now <laughs> in 2020? Like, that's like, it's like when Gucci did the ski mask. Remember? And it had the red around the mouth. Oh, I was thinking Gucci Man for a second. No, yes, yes, Gucci yes, the yes, brand. Yes, yes. See, Gucci did that because all those brands it have been doing that shit. Because they, they know that black Twitter will give we'll them blow up. It blew yeah, up for Gucci, US. and then it blew up. <laughs> it blew up then for Burberry when they had the little mini nooses on the next on the runway. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, is that these brands, they say, we didn't know. Of course, these brands are well stupid. aware of the fact, yeah. just like every other person who who decides to dress up as blackface or culture appropriate, they're aware of the fact of what they're doing, and they know that if they do it, they're going to get they're going to get time on social media and get mm. people revving and it's going to be the people that they're actually trying to get at that they're trying to either offend or upset because then all we do is post about it on top of that we'll then say oh yeah we're canceling them but then six months later we're in a gucci store 
what? I actually watched, this is totally off topic slightly, but I actually watched a video of this girl that I like on YouTube. She was showing her closet. I know. And she made a reference about Gucci and she's like, oh yeah, Gucci was canceled, but I think we're off at, we, we, we can go back to buying Gucci now. We should buy? Yes. And I was just like. I can't even afford Gucci. It's not, it's not even about that. Gucci what, the first that's not even what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about the fact that yeah, this brand did something the same is... way that these people do something. Mm-hmm. And to genuinely stop caring, we should have stopped buying overall. But then you have this person who has such a massive social media presence who's like, oh, yeah, I have a little bit of Gucci. But you know what? It's OK. Gucci's OK now because we, we, we punish them by this not is, buying them for six the months. This is, this is, I can't stand mm-hmm. that because we're making it OK for people to, one, make we fun of us. Make it okay for people to That's what I'm us. saying. That to disrespect us, make fun of us, and then make money off of us. And Listen. the fact that we will say, oh, we're not going to do anything. But then we turn around and we buy it anyway. It's forever. stupid. A white person says, nigga. They get their black. They get their best black friend to come out and cool they it out really for them and it. say and say they didn't really mean yeah. it. They're a good person, okay? A, wh- a white company decides to disrespect us to literally get buzz on social media because they know black Twitter and we're all gonna yep. go crazy. Then they come back. They don't even come back. Th- th- then they do some training with their employees well, first, for like a week. Even first though they the release sh- an apology saying yes, that it isn't then, the intent of the philosophy of the company then, and everything that we stand for. Yeah, then, we don't actually. Then they do training ones. with their employees. And then niggas like fucking rats go back and buy the same shit. The reason why people keep disrespecting us because we never stay mad long. You want to know? You want to know who we stay mad long long with? Each other. Each other. <laughs> and you're gonna say exactly. that. But we ain't stay mad long in no companies and nobody else. Everybody else can disrespect us and come back and apologize. But you do something to me, and I hate you for life. I know. Hey, I know. you, your family, your kids, it was actually, that look like you. It's actually funny though because every time that this happens. There's always this resurgence of people who post about black brands from clothing to cosmetics to skincare lines yep. to hair care, all of that. But th- these are the people who actually genuinely buy from black brands. We're like, yo, you guys support these they support yep. these people. Yep. And it'll be massive. And don't get me wrong, I always will learn about all these brands that didn't even mm-hmm. know existed, mm-hmm. which I think is awesome because I'm about mm-hmm. that. But then it dies off, and then everyone just goes back to buying from the mainstream. Because we think white like, is cold. Right, or... that's what I'm trying to say, though. But it's like we allow people to continue to disrespect us. And then instead of supporting those who are actually creating businesses that are for us, by us, mm-hmm. we're like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for, I forgot mm-hmm. that was a FUBU line. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, you know, yeah, oh, that's great. There, there's a company. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm still going to go over there to Louis Vuitton. I'm still going to go over there to Gucci. I'm still going to go over there. Because to, like, we, we've put so much emphasis and value on these white slash European white products that doesn't matter if a black person, a black person, it's just a joke. It's a joke. A black person could create their own high-priced luxury brand. We wouldn't buy it. We'll still buy Gucci and all the bullshit. The only way that we will ever try to stray from that a little bit is if a black person that we like, like Dapper Dan, is now working with Gucci. Then we'll buy his shit and try to call it black. But when when a it's black like the person, designer from Off White. Yeah, that's him. That's him. That's mm. him. But as a, same guy, same guy. But when a black person decides to come out with their own brand, we don't want to buy that. So we'll buy it if you, if we know that you've been hired by the people that we think are above us. Yeah. So so if a but white person co-signs, but we won't buy it if popular. you just come out with your own brand, even though even though it's fly, even though it looks good, even though the price point is good, we won't buy it. 
We'll just keep buying the same shit. That's what I'm saying. Though, so, so when a white person co signs it, all of a sudden it's important and we'll buy it and we basically, like it. Basically. That's we all think, it is. We think, we, think, we think white ice is colder. Yeah. So. We, we, we think white ice is colder. That's all the shit is. Sorry for going off topic about that. I just thought about that when you mentioned nah, the nah, thing. Cool. And I was like, oh yeah, Gucci. And they did this. It's cool. I don't think we ever touch culture appropriation though. But like the thing about... I'll say this when it comes to culture appropriation. I, um, I think this generation kind of exaggerates culture appropriation a little too much i get it to a certain point like culture appropriation is the dominant culture taking over something of a subculture and then owning it as theirs so if you just do it or fuck with it but you show some sort of appreciation like an ed sharon or whoever else here and there it's one thing but when you take it and own it as yours that's when the issue comes into play but i do think that a lot of the culture appropriation arguments that i've seen over the past five years when this thing became a thing it's like we go at the wrong people. Yeah. Like there's many times where I'll see the Kardashians or any of these people do something. Like the Kardashians will do a hairstyle or somebody will do something with like a head wrap or whatever. You mean the case like is. when Kylie Jenner did what was quote on, they decided to call them boxer braids? You said it right there. They decided <laughs> to call them. This is yeah. the issue. This girl will do the quote unquote boxer braids, whatever the fuck you want to call that bullshit. But then the whole thing is, it's not that. These white celebrities are not the ones that are naming this stuff. No. It's the the magazine publications like People and Us Weekly who take pictures of yeah. them. And they're the ones that name it Boxer Braids. They're the ones that say that this girl invented it. Yeah. And then all the other white girls start doing it and calling it Boxer Braids. So who you should really be mad at is not the white celebrities, but the magazines. Because so what happens is the, the white celebrities do it. You get mad at them. And the actual publication that sold millions of copies to young white girls around America and Canada and the UK, they get to sit back and be like, hey, we're the ones that labeled it. We're the ones that made the money. We already paid her to do the photo shoot. We don't got to worry about shit. That's what I'm talking about. So instead of, I think, I think we have to direct our energy in the right place. Yeah. Instead of directing it at these celebrities and hating <laughs> on them and da 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 da, we need to direct it on the magazines. Because when you direct it on the magazines, then the magazines will stop doing it. Because it's the magazines and publications who are actually naming the shit and creating a name for it, but you're getting mad at the people that they're using to promote it. But you know what? They attack the people, it. right? Because after... Even it's after, a visual thing. Or it's a visual, but even after the magazines name it this, that, that same then celebrity will then turn around and actually publicly then talk about it. Because now they've taken that name from that publication, they start using it in their everyday thing. I agree. And they start using it and then everyone says that's not what it's called. It's a call. It's called this instead. If you're going to use this hairstyle, at least call it by its actual name. If you're going to do this, then actually find out what is being done to you. Like don't don't just be ignorant towards and be like, oh, I love my new braids. Like it's not like it's. But this is the but thing. That, but that's why when, people attack the celebrities. Though. No, no one's gonna go after the media but outlet. When you want to end something, you gotta cut the snake off by the right, head. But no one ever actually goes I after the media you. outlet. Everyone go, they go after the faces attached to the media outlet because it's easier to you. spam the shit it's out like, of them. It's like when Justin Bieber made that made that. That wicked album, like a two purpose. Years ago. I don't know the fuck it's called. It's, it's called, called purpose. purpose, and yes, purpose. I have that album because it's good. I don't have the album, but I, I do. But when he made Sorry the album, was my jam. And, and he came out with the song, <laughs> and everybody decided uh, to call it Tropical House. That yeah, was, that, was that, was, that was what all the publications, yeah, we're saying, and all the music yeah. groups called it, and it was soca music. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they called it Tropical House. People got mad at Justin Bieber, like Justin Bieber did shit. He didn't. He never He never actually said that's what it was called. But if you got mad at the actual publications that labeled the Tropical House... That'd be different. You have to G-check the right person. 
You're G-checking the wrong person. That's 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 what I hate about the whole culture appropriation thing is that we go after the wrong person. We're going after the puppet. And not the person who's actually managing the strings. Thank you. That's what that's my thing about it. Now, cultural appropriation's always been a thing, right? And it's just like the other thing I hate is that like when we do something Mm -hmm. and we do culture appropriation of a culture and that culture gets mad. We want to now double down on them. Like yeah. when Beyonce was doing, was doing the Asian shit, the East Asian shit. Was it Beyonce? Was it Beyonce? Who was it? Who was, who was dressed in like, there's a, there's a few black people. It, it, there was, there was a black, I guess this was a while ago. You know what I thought you were ago. talking about? I thought you were talking about when Rihanna came out with her highlighter and called it like Geisha Love or something like that. And then I she got, that she got raked across the coals but there was, and then they got rid of it and it came back as another name now. I remember that one. I thought that was what but you were there was, talking there was about. another black female celebrity who, Literally, I think she dressed in like East. I, it was like Indian Desi garb or something, and they came for her. And then she decided to like, you know what I mean? Then we all came. Yeah. Not we, but people, no, no, black no, people all came to defend her. You know what I mean? And I was just like, but isn't it the same shit you talking about? Like, you got you got to call a spade a spade. It got to be across the board. You know what I'm trying to say? But didn't like, you see how shit. instead of actually acknowledging what it was, they just decided like we decided to double down after being told the exact same thing that we then get frustrated about. It's much easier, like I just said, it is easier to attack other people than it is to attack the media outlet because for some reason no one ever wants to. They'd rather go after you because you're an actual physical person. Yeah. A media outlet is many people. Culture appropriation, like that's why I said, I think it started off as a good intent, but I think Twitter and, because everyone got a voice, right? So yeah. everyone just takes it and mis- mistreats the meaning and now it's just a bunch of bullshit. Like the way they get at yeah. Drake, I'm always just like, I, I don't understand how Drake does culture appropriation. I will never get this topic. And I've never, and I spoke to you about this. I've yeah. never gotten this topic because I'm like, they say Drake culture appropriates Jamaican culture to be specific. And then they say he culture appropriates African culture because yeah. you niggas don't know any countries, but mostly like West African, Nigerian culture. And they, and then they say Drake culture appropriates the whole UK roadman culture. And I'm just like, I don't think Drake does any of this. And I also think that a lot of people don't have context on Toronto. So, I said that like like a fucking American person. You did. Toronto. I'm like, but I say Toronto. Of, I know. A lot of people <laughs> don't have context on Toronto. So when they saying this stuff, they're coming from a place of like thinking that there is no black culture here. That's true. So he's called, that's the issue, right? That's true. But it's like, if you've been to Toronto or you're from Toronto, people don't get the the dichotomy that's here. Like you literally have... Sometimes you're ignorant to think there, there I think, aren't that many black people here. I th- Trust me, I've heard this. I go to the States and I hear I know, the most I, ignorant I know, shit. I, know. I think what people don't realize is that Toronto is like a bunch of African and Caribbeans moving to New York and there was no African Americans there before. So the best way to explain it is like, this isn't realistic, but Toronto had no black people. And then you had Africans and Caribbeans that came in the 60s going forward. Obviously, there was one or two black people here, but one or two. So you had Africans and Caribbeans migrating here in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and even till today. And because there was no black culture, there was no platform here. Mm -hmm. So when they migrated here, they created their own black culture, which was the children that was born of these African and Caribbean immigrants who, you have to remember, if you're born in an African and Caribbean house, and you're learning how to speak English. You're also learning how to speak it the way your parents speak it. Yeah. So you're growing up with an internal accent. That accent becomes a Toronto accent. This is the same thing that happened in the UK. 
There was no black culture before the Africans and Caribbeans got there. There was a few blacks, but there wasn't a lot. So when they got there, you have these kids growing up in the UK and Toronto, same exact culture, same exact story. And they're speaking English, and they're learning how to speak English, but they're learning how to speak English with an accent. It's the same way how if you go into an Italian neighborhood, all the Italian kids have an accent, right? All the Italian kids will speak, it, will speak, it, will speak in Italian and then go back into English yeah. and twist it out, right? It's the same thing. So when you have all these African and Caribbean kids that are living in this small area, and they're, and they're speaking English, but they're also going back and forth between their parents' culture, they then create their own patois. They create their own Creole. They create their own slang. And that's that's what you hear when you go to the UK. Mm -hmm. That's that roadman shit. And that's what you hear what people call the Toronto slang. Like, Cardinal was talking about this way back in 2001 with Bacardi slang. But if you don't know the song, you don't know. So it's like... And then Drake comes out. And when Drake came out, he was doing the African-American shit. He was doing... He yeah, sound, I remember. He sounded like, sound like a southern. southern. He was doing a southern. He was doing a southern And because southern he thing. had to do it, because if he came out sounding like he did here, nobody would have bought his records. And we know this because Cardinal did it, Shaq Claire did it, all the Black Jays did it. Like, the list goes on, right? So we had people try to do it before, and it didn't work for them, right? They got to a certain level, and they couldn't get past that bar. Drake came out... The, the, Drake is also an anomaly here. Drake is one of the few black people here I know who's has an who has like an african-american dad and a jewish mom yeah so like drake growing up was always an anomaly because he was like probably the only black kid he knew that wasn't of immediate african and caribbean descent yeah so he was probably felt awkward here but he grew up around a lot of africans and caribbeans because that's all there is here that's his entire crew that's it that's you know <laughs> all them scarborough niggas. Oh, yeah so so yeah so long story short drake comes out he does a southern accent because he needs to get in the game. Once he has a few albums in, then he starts bringing out the Toronto accent on Nothing Was the Same and More Life. And you see it coming out a little bit more. And he playing with the patois. Now, Drake's patois doesn't sound as well as like someone like me or somebody else because he didn't grow up in a Caribbean household. That doesn't mean a man doesn't understand patois. That doesn't mean a man doesn't know how to speak patois. It's because he didn't grow up in a Caribbean household, so it's never going to sound as authentic. Yeah, he picked it up from his friends. But, but it's all right. Yeah, he picked it it's up from all right. his friends and stuff like, like that. Like, when you grow up in Toronto, there's white kids that know how to speak Patois because that's the language of the streets. That's the language of Toronto. Like, you can't go to a subway station and not see, and, and not see fucking patties on the side. Like, it doesn't matter. I think it's just different. Like, when, when, you, when you club in Toronto, Every club has a reggae set. You can go to the whitest club. That's true. They have a reggae set. And they will play reggae before they play hip-hop in Toronto. A lot of people don't even realize that. Like, like, the black culture in Toronto is Caribbean culture. And then African culture. Like, I didn't even know this. There's actually, like, the largest diaspora of Jamaicans outside of Jamaica is in Toronto. I didn't know that. So, outside of Jamaica... Toronto has the most amount of Jamaicans. And again, you think I would know that since every time I see anything about food and yeah. it's and if it's supposed to be West yeah. Indian, it's always Jamaican. Facts. But Toronto has <laughs> more than, Toronto has thing. more than just Jamaicans. Like I would say the the main three black cultures in order will probably be Jamaicans, Somalians, and Ghanians. But then you have like Bayesians, Lucians, Grenadians. Like then you have then you have a whole shitload of Nigerians. Like it just it mixes around. I never right? met many Lucians. I just, I just, I don't know, two Lucians, you and somebody else. I know. But the point is, is that this is our culture. So if you're growing up in Toronto, Patois becomes a second language to you, even before French, 
You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like a lot of the word a lot of the words that we use in our slang are of Jamaican culture and of different cultures. You know what I'm trying to say? So when you see Drake being influenced by reggae music, that's what he grew up on. When you see Drake, so it's not like being, it's forced on him. It's not, you. Like, it's not forced. So it's not, it's not something that he just decided to pick up to like, oh, this is really cool. It's something I that he has to this. sentiment himself this in the game before like, he could do it. Exactly. And now but he's but doing like it. he's around it because of the people that he hangs out with, also where he lives. So it's not as if that he's forced himself to become a part of anything. I've been saying this. And too. to make it be like, oh, this is why he's talking in patois or any type of slang. No, exactly. it's because he he actually grew up in it. And then, when you grow up in something, you emulate it <laughs> and then and then toronto people will jump on the bandwagon too because toronto people just hate drake because we live in a crabs in a bucket mentality so we're gonna jump on my the american bullshit. family loves drake americans love drake oh my Where god the ones that fucking my cousins drake? love drake dumbest shit ever i never understand why y'all hate drake but if drake didn't do what he did you wouldn't have no no nba all-star game definitely not <laughs> netflix wouldn't be moving over here Definitely they already not. have a studio here. CBS wouldn't be moving over here. Definitely not. You wouldn't have any of this notice. Definitely not. You wouldn't have this whole we the North shit. Drake, Definitely not. Drake helped put, fuck? Help put Toronto onto a more visible and prominent map where you like, had you hate people, the man that's feeding you. You're biting the Where you had you. people who actually wanted to come here and like visit. Now you because they're hoping that they get to be a part of this whole thing here in Toronto. I told you my cousin yeah. came and then like Drake was at the New Year's Eve thing that he yeah. was like a surprise and like his poor girlfriend was like I'm so mad because they're like obsessed yeah. with him so it was like now, now you literally have A&R's coming to Toronto to try to find new talent you literally have all these artists that have been starving for years finally getting picked up and getting put on different labels because of Drake and this is all a result of Drake tracks and stuff but like that nobody, nobody wants to I don't, I don't, but this is crabs in a bucket bullshit. That's how Toronto always been. It's a screw face. So I get Who it. Who did that song again? Crabs in a bucket. What's his name? Chaos. Chaos. Thank chaos you. and crabs Couldn't in a bucket. Remember Toronto, man. Couldn't remember his name. But my reason why I'm saying this is because Drake is not culture appropriate in Jamaican culture. Drake is not culture appropriate in any African culture. And Drake is not culture appropriate in UK culture. The UK and Toronto slang is exactly the same, except for some words like pang and in it and all this other shit. But it's very, very similar. Yes, there's times when he's on a grime beat and he's obviously rapping as a grime artist yeah. on that tempo. That's him. I don't think that's him copying them. I don't think that's him culture appropriating them. I think that's Drake spending time in the UK. He's always been yeah. a fan of grime music yeah. since before he even made it. And when Drake is doing this, he's putting artists on in the UK. Remember when we were, <laughs> remember when we were in Cuba? Mm-hmm. And how oh, many yeah, times we saw the, Drake the Spanish, on <laughs> the Spanish song with Bad Baby? Thank you. Yep. And we saw and like Drake's he wasn't just on that eh? one though. Going global. Remember He's we smart. saw him on a couple songs and we were down there and I was like, yep. is that Drake? And he was like on songs in yep. Cuba. He's on songs in the He's UK. A so he actually has literally Listen, gone with, with and Drake, taken his Drakeness and spread it what Drake and put doing, his name on these songs. Like it's great. What Drake That's is smart. What Drake is doing with hip hop is what David Stern did with the NBA. He's trying mm. to do it global. Which is, which is amazing and smart. That's a smart business No group. one else started that because everyone else just thought this was going to live in a I bubble in America. I think that's why some people hate him because how many artists... Money, he's, about though, he's, he's, he is a, he's Canadian and he's a Canadian artist. When mm. you actually think he's, a, he's an international artist. Mm. Think about the fact that he's been able to touch in the States. He's been able to go over into Spanish-speaking cultures. He's, able to, he's been able to go to the UK. He's able to but he's that? actually built up these you relationships. You know why he's able to do that? Because he grew up in Toronto. When you, yeah, when you, but I'm when you, I think that's what people no, hate but that's him. the thing. But that's the I thing. When you, when, when you grow up in certain states, other than like America and a certain multicultural states, 
All you know is what you know. Yeah. When you go up in Toronto, you're going up on everything. So you're able to take but that that's why I think and that go into every one of these pockets and get money him. everywhere. That's what I'm saying. That's it's, why I it's, it's a chameleon. It's smart. It's smart. Like, I don't understand the Drake hate, especially in Toronto. I've never understood it. Like, the man's a chameleon. He's able to adopt different styles. And I know I'm going, yeah, I'm a Drake dick rider for this shit. I'm not even that much of a Drake fan. But I respect what he's doing. Like, I respect the fact that he put Toronto on the map. I respect the fact that I can now go to HBO and say, I have a show about kids growing up in Toronto. I don't have an American telling my story. I don't have an American character who comes to Toronto and tell my story through him. Mm -hmm. It's literally a Toronto story about Toronto shit done in Toronto. And I can now sell this because Drake put a spotlight on the city. I couldn't sell this before. But, every, but everyone wants to hate him. I couldn't sell. So I, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I understand the path he's laid out, and now me and other people can now walk that path. Why am I going to hate the man for that? I never understand the ignorance of this shit. I'm not saying that anyone should hate him. I'm just saying that's why they do. But because let me get... Yeah, go on. I, just, I have respect for the fact of what he's done. Yeah, let, let, let me get back on my culture appropriation <laughs> shit, because basically what I'm saying is I don't understand the Drake culture appropriation thing. I, I think when Drake does anything in the UK, he puts the UK grime artist on... He shouts them out. He represents them. When he does stuff in Toronto, it's the same thing. I think a lot of people have this have this ignorance where it's like, Drake said my name in a track. Mm -hmm. Drake put me on, Drake featured me on a track. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he didn't sign me. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't do my whole album. And it's like. It's not his responsibility and to this sign why, you. That's what I don't get. That's what I don't get. That's me, sense. I feel like we've gotten to a point where. People want it all given to them, right? Yeah. And I'm like, when Jay-Z used to make songs with people, people used to take that hype and make a career out of it. Let Drake say my name, nigga. <laughs> I'll be rich next year. I ain't wasting time. Drake says my name. I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, well, Drake said my name. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do now. Let Drake say my name. I'll be in Netflix the next day selling my shit on top. Like, I don't, I don't understand why... You're mad that Drake did something, but then didn't carry and hold your ass the whole way to the That's front door. That's your responsibility to take that whatever hype or notoriety comes with it and be able to run with it and make something and out of it. Is, That's not on him. That's this on is, you. This is, this is where I want to go with this shit, right? When people are talking about Drake does culture appropriation, I know people are going to hate me for this. What's the difference from what Drake's doing from what Jay-Z used to do? I'm a Jay-Z fan. Jay-Z used to do songs with people like Ja Rule when they first came out. People like Foxy Brown when they first came out. Jay-Z used to go to the South and do songs with Bun B and Pimp C. Jay-Z used to do songs with everybody. Every new artist that came out, Jay-Z would get on that track and feature on the track. Did it with 50. Did it with everybody. So, But when Drake does it with the Migos and all these people, he's culture appropriated. But when Jay-Z did it, it's like we keep moving the goalposts for Drake. And I never understand that. Probably because he's Canadian. It's Canadian, probably because he light skin. You know, yeah, it's the it's same. A, it's, it's, a different it's the factors. same ignorant shit. It's like he's Canadian, he's light skin. Yeah. So like, it goes back to the oppression yeah. Olympics, right? It's like his blackness keeps going down. Exactly. He's half Jewish. Like, for instance, everybody's saying Drake is culture appropriating because he's not giving back to the Jamaican culture, even though he signed Popcorn. He did. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. There's like a dual thing My between unruly and and OVO. <laughs> like, I don't understand the ignorance of this. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. For somebody of Caribbean descent, Caribbean music has always lived in Toronto. Soca, reggae music has never died here. Mm. But I remember when I was in like middle school, high school, and the U.S. went through that little Caribbean phase they had when Sean Paul popped. 
It was like literally from 2002 to like 2006. You had everybody from Janet Jackson to Beyonce to Maya. Everybody wanted to do a song with Sean Paul, Beanie Man. Everybody was was on it. That was huge. Now, hold on. That was great. We love that shit over here because we finally got to see our music that we love that always sells hair. We got to see it sell in America. We got to see it on BT. It, it was on 106 ones. and Park. It, to be like it was on TRL. We love that shit here. But you want to know what the joke is? As soon as that little island dance hall wave left, they were done. All those American artists stepped away from it. Mm-hmm. So they basically used reggae music, used it for their albums, made hot singles, got hot off it, stepped away from it. Except for a few, like Busta Rhymes is Jamaican, so you know. But, like, a lot of them used it and then walked away from it. But Drake has been using it and signing these artists and continuing their career with him. But that's wrong. But when other people that I could mention <laughs> decided to use reggae music and then hop off the shit, and then when, and then when reggae music went, went, went through a drought in the public sphere, they walked away pretending like they didn't give a shit, that's okay. So if we're going to talk about cultural appropriation or using music and not giving back, there's a lot of American artists I could bring up before Drake. There's a list. Yeah, there is. There is. A whole list. They all benefited from being able to have these artists be on their songs, which actually opened them up to other people who probably didn't really listen to them. While Drake or gave them this nice spin where they got... Exactly, artists. that's what I'm saying. Like, it gave them this nice little thing, mm-hmm. and then they were like, you know, now I don't want to... No, you know, it's kind of dying off. Exactly. I'm going to go. But it's funny how he's been continuous in doing everything, and he's the one who's receiving hate, and he's the one who's being told that he's culturally appropriating, when in reality, it's like, no, he's just being bloody well consistent. There ain't nothing wrong with that. That's a smart move. I'll, I'll, I'll never understand it. And that's why I say the culture appropriation thing, I got it when it first started off. It was G-checking white people on coming into our culture, like Miley Cyrus, using it and abusing it, and then walking away oh, when they're God. tired of it. Which is that. exactly what a lot of these R&B and hip-hop artists did with reggae music, as I just said. But, you know, spade a spade. But I, I liked it when it first started. But now it's gotten to a point where, okay, Drake culture appropriating. This person culture appropriating. You know what I hate the most? Whenever I see these things, they never bring on somebody from Toronto to talk on this. Why would they? They never bring on somebody from Jamaica to talk about this. (laughs) They never bring on somebody from Nigeria or Ghana or who actually does Afrobeats to talk about this. They don't respect the They just people, talk about it amongst themselves. But they themselves. don't respect the artist. But you're not asking somebody actually from that culture or that That's genre of music they don't, they don't to give the their artists. opinion. They don't respect the artist's opinion to actually say anything. They think that they believe that they can speak on anything because their opinion matters the most. I idiot. It's the truth. No, I don't. If you don't think that other people are important or that they're not... Or that they are not black enough for you. Like, I hate the shit. You're not like, going why? to even take them on. You're going to be like, no, no, your opinion doesn't matter. Why do I have a I bunch of people who are not from the UK, not from Canada, not from any Caribbean or African country, not from any Caribbean or African immediate roots, but they want to have say on what Drake is doing. Because they think that they're blacker than everyone else who's oh, else yeah, in the world. We know that. Yeah, we know that. They, think that they're the, they think that they're the center hub of everything that is blackness and what being black is and what that entails. And because they have this type of arrogance about them, they don't believe that they have to go anywhere else. So like, why, why, why would I? I, I, I'm American. I am black. I can say what the fuck I want. And you're looking at them like, yeah, but you're not from the UK. You're not Canadian. You're not West Indian. <laughs> so, like, where, where do you get this from? But as we always know, they're heavily arrogant about that shit. You know what? I do like Drake. And I like that Drake is, you know what? You know what, Drake? 
Class him. Class him, Drake. That's all I, I like, want to say. I like Drake. That's that's all I... I have nothing really more to say on this topic, but Drake, keep classing him. I think the only thing I think funny Class that Drake him. does when he does that little singy thing that he does. A little singy thing. Let me sing music, he say, uh, And he like, sings. Yeah. I think that's kind of funny. Sings. You think it's funny when he sings? Yeah. Because like he's not actually a singer. <laughs> no, no, but I have some Drake no, songs no, I, like sing, it. I like it though. I like no, the Michael I like Jackson it. one. The Michael Jackson oh no, the Michael hot. Jackson that one's amazing. I like but um. I think the first song I ever liked that Drake ever sang on was "Sex Tonight." That's a that's a old. I no, I I like, I like it. I just it. thought it was really interesting when he introduced that, and I was like, oh, he's singing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was I like, like oh, look at you like trying it. to set a mood. I just thought it was. I, I thought it was. Say, I wouldn't say he introduced it, but he's the most successful. No, I was just saying that he. No, he like he. No, no, no. I like I like it. And you want to know what the funny thing is? And it like change the way that people yeah, viewed him like you, oh okay you, you know what the funny thing is though when what? this man first started singing everybody made fun of him now everybody, now everybody does. <laughs> he's a trendsetter Drake, what can he say class him he already has class him he definitely has Keep isn't like drake him. one of like the best selling like he's the biggest hip-hop artist of this like right decade. now yeah right yeah. now based on this decade he, he's the most consistent hip-hop artist since jay-z if I was to rack up how many years him and Jay Z have had consistent number one hits and been relevant, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Probably, yeah, yeah. Jay Z obviously is farther because he's been in the game longer than Drake. Obviously, Jay Z has like twelve years on Drake for obvious reasons, more than twelve years, fifteen years on Drake. But Dave, they're the only ones that have been that consistent. No one else has been that consistent. My favorite like thing that. about Jay Z is when he retires and comes back, but he always comes back better. I like Jay. <laughs> have you ever noticed that about him? He'll be like, he's retiring. And then he comes back as a better artist. You're like, wait, I thought, I thought you left. He's a grown man. Jay- I'm, just say, I'm just saying. No, I like he, it. He, he comes back. I and like him. And then, but the funny thing is, it's not the fact that he reinvents himself. He is who he is, and he's able to take all the things that are around him and his experiences and put them into music and like things it. that he goes like through, it. and it makes him a better artist. I like Jay Z. Jay Z. Jay Z. Literally, I like the. I think I let you hear the track. His verse on the "What's Free" track. Yes. With Meek Mill, but yes. Jay Z. Jay Z. Literally makes adult contemporary hip hop, and I yeah. like it. And it's it's, it's like very it. good. Like, I like very, four four very four. Good. It was like a TED talk to niggas. I like I like Jay Z. I fuck with Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Jay-Z is one of the few rappers that grow with hip-hop. There's rappers Jay-Z's age still talking about being in the hood. And That's I'm actually like, very true. Kids he's go to he's, private school. he's evolved as an artist yeah, in the Jay-Z, sense of what he talks Nas about. did the same thing. And even his sound has yep. evolved over time, and he's become more... He's actually kept up with everything that is relatively yep. current while still having his own special touch on everything because of who I he is. I remember years ago, we used to always say that... Um, we used to say two things. We used to always say that, like... Because you know how we listen to rock music? Yeah. They have rock stations for now, then they have adult contemporary yeah. rock stations I feel like Jay-Z could be on both hip-hop stations like you, you can now have adult contemporary hip-hop because you have artists that make hip-hop that's not about cash money hoes you know it's really funny you know what I mean so I've never really oh, li- I've shit. only heard this is gonna sound really bad I've listened to Jay-Z songs before but I, like I wasn't like You're not a, a diehard I wasn't like a fan yeah. <laughs> When he ended up on a Linkin Park song, I lost my mind. Oh, I remember that. The whole album, yeah. Because yeah. I'm a huge Linkin Park fan. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was like, I love Jay-Z. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a lot of It people. made no sense. Because I, 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 like, I, I laughed because I literally jumped on because I was like, he's on my favorite rock band song. Yeah. And, yeah. But I still like him even now. When, but when I, I heard that album, I saw like Linkin Park. I still fuck with the Numb song. Numb, I still like. Numb is the best Lincoln Park song ever. It was. It was. I will miss Chester forever. It was a way to bridge two two music genres. But I'll miss Chester forever. So. I know what you mean because he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. But no, I I, I always say that. Yeah, I always say that. Like, 
Jay-Z is going to be that artist that's going to be able... Jay-Z is like one of the first artists, Jay-Z and Nas, to be able to transcend hip-hop into that adult contemporary mm -hmm. phase where... Where, like, because, like, hip hop used to have an age requirement. Like, once you get to, like, a certain age, like 35, you're like, okay, I can't listen to a nigga talk about how he's gonna fuck my girl, how he got more money than me, how I ain't shit because I'm broke, how we, how we about, how we on some gangster shit. Like, you get his to a chains, certain age, like, I don't wanna hear that shit. His but Jay Z has, like, evolved it, and Nas has evolved it, and a lot of art, other artists. Common has evolved it, Jay Electronica has evolved it. There's a lot of artists who have evolved it. Outcast as a whole has evolved it. Like, there's a lot of artists who has, have evolved hip-hop to get to that level where you can be a grown man or just a grown individual and listen to hip-hop and you don't feel like it's always on some young boy shit. So I, was, I respect that. Yeah, I think and, it's funny. We want yeah. to talk about cultural appropriations talking about music. I don't know. I used to always I used to always I love it I used to always say that like I remember I had a conversation with like um, my brother-in-law about this and we were talking about how like who is gonna be the artist of our generation so like I guess like the 2000 mm -hmm. era I guess mm -hmm. who we're, we're gonna play their songs years from now cause you know how we'll still play Whitney Houston songs and all these songs yeah. and like I started realizing I'm like the songs that transcend the test of time are the songs that are about love because yeah. love is always constant. Love never ends. Love is a constant thing, right? If you're making songs about something that's political, I, I wouldn't say that. Political songs do transcend. Like, James Brown songs have transcend. But if you're making songs about, like, a current politician, when that politician is no longer relevant years from now, that song is not going to be relevant. You know what I mean? Or if you're making songs about, about a hood and that hood gets gentrified, it's no longer relevant 50, 60, 100 years from now. You know yeah. what I mean? And I always said I feel like the only artists of this generation that's going to, like, we're going to listen to their music years from now. I always said Beyonce, for sure, and Jay-Z, for sure. And now Drake is windling into that spot. I could see that. So is Kendrick. I was going to so say Cole. songs I'm, I'm a J. Cole stan. So. I was going to say songs about but politics about most of the time will actually stick if they're about social issues that keep repeating themselves. Because yeah. then people are like, yeah, you remember when that song yeah. came out for this and they talked about that? So that, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Drake doesn't really touch on social issues in his music, but because I live in Toronto, I know Drake puts his money in certain places. A lot yeah. of people know that. But he doesn't touch on it in his music, and that's fine. I'd rather you put your money towards it in certain places than touch on it in your music, but then don't do nothing in real life. You know what I mean? You can't have your cake and eat it too. True. But I like the cake he's presenting. So yeah, I'm, not, I'm not mad about any of that. You know yeah, what I no, mean? Like, I, I see what he's doing. But, no, man. First of all, it's cold as shit. In this I know. Car. It is so cold, it's guys. Cold as oh, shit. my God. I can't wait till we're not filming in this fucking car no more. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think culture appropriation started off as a good idea. To start G-checking white people so they can't come in and come out when now they feel like, and, like and you know what I mean? But I think it's come to a point where it's just like everything else on the internet, it got run down and run That's over. Insane. Now it's just a phrase where people just, just throw it around every five seconds to something it's without nonsense. actually any kind of follow-up or backing it up or taking care of it. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. But tell us how you feel. And Drake, class him. Which you, who he already has. Class him. Let us know what you guys think in the comments down below. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And hit the bell for notifications for when we upload. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys.